Welcome to Healthy Dad, Wealthy Life. Wealthy Life, the ultimate channel destination for dads striving for more. So grab your gym clothes, golf clubs, financial plan, and dad jokes as we embark on our journey to better our health, build our wealth, and grow as fathers. Here are your hosts, AJ and Corey. Three, two, one. We're live. We're live. Again. Yep. It's a good start to this one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got this week? Um, we're going to jump right in again. Yeah. All right. So, wrong page. I got. I gathered that. I was wrong reading page. it. It had nothing to do with All your right. dad life. I got a couple things here. So, today we had first Cam's basket, first game for Cam in basketball. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. I am somehow the head coach. Not sure. I volunteered to help get an email. Head coach. Yep. Our <laughs> listeners already know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'm trying to preface this a little bit here. So we had four kids show up on game day that haven't came to a practice yet. Oh. That have never played basketball. Oh. Yeah. Well, how old are they? They're all five and six? They're all six, I believe. Six, okay. Um, so we had nine kids. You have to wear matching wristbands to the other kids' wristbands, and that's the guy you have to guard. You cannot guard another person. There's no scoreboard. Um, Are you're you allowed sp- to shoot the basket? Yeah, you're supposed to. Basketball. You're supposed to dribble, and there's no stealing. There was no dribbling. It was basically tackle football. <laughs> and uh, Cam got extremely upset because he was the only one following the rules. He's like, everybody's stealing. That's not what he told me it was going to happen. And there was no dribbling. They just put it like a football and just ran to the other basket and shot it. So that was at, they practiced before. They practiced at 8.30, game at 9.30, and it was awful. Are you excited to be the coach? No. Cool. I actually love working with kids, and this was, I was, I wanted to drink a beer after I left. I'm serious. (laughs) How long were the game? It was like 45, it was like 40 minutes. Oh, that's a long time. It seemed super short. Oh, really? Eh, it may have been shorter than that. Yeah, maybe like 35 minutes, 30 but minutes. Still, that's a, that's a long time to and watch. every kid has to play the exact football. equal amount of time. This is unlike anything I've ever been a part of. And you're not good at math. I don't like doing this <laughs> at all. It was terrible. Um, so as soon as I left there, I was like, all right, dude, we're going to sign you up for some real basketball stuff. So I, we're going to sign him up for ball hog. That's like a legit training. Yep. I bought him a basketball on Amazon, his size. Started doing some training. I bought uh, a shooting program for all my kids. I just, I just said, dude, we're we're gonna be going great, all in. We're gonna be great basketball players. Love it. Um, so that was that was my morning, and then we had uh, had another basketball game with Hayden. He had like 14 points in the first half. Nice. That was pretty good. Nice. And then uh, Miles' team lost. We had that this this evening. He probably had. I'm not sure. It's a least long had. Saturday of basketball. Yeah, it was tough. A lot of caffeine. Had a blast, didn't you? Had a blast. Um, what else you got? Oh, so we had the we had a basketball game last night. Unreal. Unbelievable. One For, of the best games I've seen. <laughs> yeah. High school basketball games I've seen in a long time. That was the first game I've been to, and I I don't know that I'm going to go back. It was that good. We. Are honestly, we were outmatched last night. They were a better team. If we play them ten times, we're losing at least nine. I meant like that was the one we were going to get. It, it, everything lined up perfectly. They have height on us. They have some. I mean, a couple unbelievable athletes. They're a good basketball Speed, team. Speed, strength, size, all I'm, of it. I'm not saying we are not good enough to hang with them, but on paper, this is what I meant by that. On paper. They were a superior basketball team. Yeah. And we, we just hung around. We maxed out. Like we hustled. We've like we played as I feel like as a team. Well coached last night. Hundred percent. And you could tell the kids I mean, they every kid was given one ten. Yeah. Not just a hundred, hundred and ten. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And then we hit I mean, we tie the game with a three with thirty seconds to go. They have a junior Already committed D1 baseball player to Oklahoma State. Kid, you could just tell. 
Yeah. He's a superior athlete. He's the best one I've seen since I was just telling somebody that since I've seen uh, Jake Odorizzi, who, yeah. you know, has been in the major leagues for 15 Correct. years. But football, basketball, he was he the real w- deal. He was the real deal. And he yeah. he drove on us, and we, we just couldn't stop it. Yeah, what was Had that? a great take to take the lead by two with, like, 16 to go. Yeah, they basically cleared out the entire floor and, like, all right, here you go. Yes. And he just – it was easy, too. Yeah. Easy. And then they – Came up to the ref before, because we called timeout after that. They came, He came up to the ref and said that we were, they were going to intentionally foul. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-hmm. We cross half court. They intentionally fouled DJ. We have an out-of-bounds play that he's getting ready to throw in. I think seven seconds left. Seven seconds to go. They pull him off the sideline, put Jack in, pass to DJ, dribbles right, fakes right, step back left, buzzer beater three, wins the game. Insane. It was electric. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> like, was I've a- watched the video on Facebook 15 times. Yeah. I I was sitting, I was standing there, and I was, um, I said, Sandy, we're down by two. I go, overtime's not good for us. No. I go, we have to hit a three to win this game. And you can ask her this. And then, I mean, I wasn't thinking he was going to hit a step back three. I was like more of like a screen or something where he had open, kind of an open shot. No. Step back. Bang. In his face. Hey, in that video... If you look up in the top right, you see me like do a little hop as soon as he makes it. I started laughing. I can't wait to watch it now. <laughs> I'm in a gray shirt. Hey, also, though, an unbelievable kid. Yeah. On and off I court. I don't know him like you. He's do, but a I've great, great kid. Yeah. Great kid. Wants to be a chiropractor, too. So he's oh, level up wow. in my book. He needs to be a real doctor. If we can, <laughs> Jesus, cry, many. <laughs> if we can, uh, I, I was thinking if I hire, if he graduates, we'll bring him on at the office, and then I'm going to have to hear him tell his kids how great of a shot it was. At, it was a you great don't shot. understand, boys. Back in my day, we played tried, hit a step back three. I mean, and I'll I would, be like, "You're right. That was I would, awesome." I would tell that. Story. I was there. It was cool. He will never forget that. No, awesome game. Yeah, loved it. Um, I will say to end my dad life update. After that game, we stayed for like 45 minutes. Obviously, Sandy's an assistant principal, so we probably got a little bit of stay as long as we want. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we just shot around with the kids for like 45 minutes. It was a freaking blast. I never thought I would do that, but I was like, oh, there's everybody's leaving. We'll just stay. Kids are running around. Just shot shot basketballs. For just you four? What? Just you four? You uh, and the three boys? And the Dreets. The Dreets? Yeah. I went kids. up to Andy after the game because that shirt you have on, we sponsored the, I guess, the Junior Eagles basketball program. Yeah. And last night, the probably most electric game of the season 200 people have our names on their back. I was like, that's the greatest marketing yeah. we've ever done. Never ask another business for it. We got dibs on this forever. He's like, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I will gladly sponsor again. Yeah, absolutely. Next year. I do have one thing to wrap up on my side. And big, 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 huge moment for my life. Big milestone. Um, I decided to see if I could grab the rim. I was like, in my head, I was like, dude, I'm old. I'm significantly fatter than whenever I was in high school. I could, like, dunk like a softball. I'm 5'10". Yeah. And I was like, dude, I just went up, grabbed the rim. I, like, jammed my finger on the rim because I, I didn't <laughs> think I could get there. I went like this, jammed it, and then grabbed, like, grabbed it. Somebody's knocking on the window. I just can't tell who it is. I think they're going to leave us alone. <laughs> it's <laughs> probably Kyle. Now they're pulling on it. It's locked. Never going to get in. <laughs> it's got to be Kyle. Now, maybe Selena? It's Selena. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Anyways, grab that sucker. Did you break your finger? Jam my finger. And uh, I, f- I felt extremely proud of myself. That's a, that's a big accomplishment that's for me. That's a feat. Yeah. I'm 5'10". I mean, I'm... We're going to run it back tomorrow, and my 5'6". Ass is gonna show you that I can do it. I don't. I mean, I. I don't. I'll bet you once she can't. We'll put video on it. What about backboard? Do you think I can touch backboard? It's three inches below the rim. Oh, that's. I didn't know that. Is it? I don't know. That's a guess. Um. I think you might graze the bottom. I don't think you're gonna like hit the backboard. I think I can put this much of my hand. Okay, on the I will take that. That's the bet for lunch. This okay. much of my hand. You're already gonna owe me lunch probably anyway. So. Okay, but that's the bet. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I have. Huge accomplishment for me. I have to tell you a quick story because you just brought up that um, he, he had to be a real doctor. And 
my this was like two years ago. Colby, my oldest, is outside and skinned her knee and came in and Erica's like, Go show your dad, he's a doctor. And she goes, she goes, He's not a he's not a doctor, he's just a chiropractor. I was like, I'll kill you. What's happening? I can't figure out what's happening. <laughs> Somebody keeps Somebody's... trying to get in this office as well. Hey, but uh we'll I'm shut it down. F- I'm gonna find out. No, who right cares? Now. No, continue your story. No, that was it. She basically called me out and said I wasn't a I wasn't a doctor. I was just a chiropractor. So my own. It's Kyle. No, Kyle just pulled up. Somebody else is knocking on the door. I have a picture of him. Oh. (laughs) We could pause and let him in, and he can watch us. You're not pausing this. He's not coming in. Any uh, any other updates? No, I don't have too much updates. This is my off weekend with the girls, so Erica has them Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so. I mean, I get to talk to him every day, um, but I don't get to see him too much this weekend. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. I got a couple dad jokes. Let's hear it. I'm going to try to keep mine a little bit more G-rated this week. Yeah, I'm, I kind of feel bad, but... I don't. All right, you ready for this? on point last week, yeah. What is Forrest Gump's Facebook password? One, Forrest, one. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> come that's on. Like, come on, that's a good... I, I, like, I like that one. Well, the problem is, is that we've been going like... Two to three to four jokes deep. I know. Week, we so. probably should just do two so we don't. Or one each, maybe. Yeah. Now you go another one. All right. I got two written down. I got three. What do you call an illegally parked frog? Toad. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. I think you should say, what do you do to an illegally parked I frog? I copied these okay. off of the internet. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? P silent. Because the P is silent. Yeah, something nice, like that. Nice. Good uh, hey, I didn't actually know that. I was That's just like, one. it's got to be. I got one more. Okay. You got one more? Yeah. Left? Okay. When does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes apparent. <laughs> get it? Get it? Yeah, get I got it. it. Thank you. Why couldn't uh, the bicycle stand up by itself? Because it was too tired. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's, That's a good one. I know. I like that. I'm a little pissed I didn't run across that. Yeah. I probably did, but skimmed past it. Yeah. Well, I do my research. Those are good ones. Wearing the Whoop today. Oh. I bought the upgraded band. I have that band. Matches my shirt. Didn't try to do that. Mm. But it does look good. I like it. Thank you. How, uh, you got to wear it for a while to, to like, like retract it. Four or five your, days to yeah. calibrate. Gotcha. But, my old whoop, this has an alarm on it. Did yours have an alarm on it? Yeah. You just double tap it to yeah. turn it off? I like that. Yeah. All right, let's dive in. All right. Got to do uh, health first. since. Yeah, I'm going to do a little health wo- tip, and then you're going to talk a little bit more. The wealth tip is kind of our main topic today. So. Yeah. yeah. So we'll just give a little health tip. Have at it. So I did some, obviously I always do research for this. Because you're analytical. No, I'm not as analytical as you. I just like to be prepared. 9.7 million Americans have a prescription for anti-anxiety medications. Mm. Which that I felt like that was a lot. What is our population, population right now? No idea. 350? Yeah. Does that sound? What is that? Like three over three to four percent of Americans are on anti-anxiety medications. And that includes babies like that. I'm not saying they're on anti-anxiety. I'm talking, that's the entire U.S. population. So that's a lot of people on anti-anxiety medications. And I was thinking, like, I get that some people have to be on them, but is there other ways that we can reduce stress in our lives? So I think... No wife, no kids. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Good job. Um, Make a lot of money. Yeah, but you're still going to have stress, regardless. Um, <laughs> Those are jokes. Yeah, are I got jokes. that. Thank you. Um, I think there's just ways to, to cope with them. I think we do. I think we both do a good job. A lot of these are, you know, be active, exercise, um, meditate, journal, um, talk to friends, do vo- volunteer in the community, um, get outside. Vitamin D is a big one, which we, I, that's a, I think that's a big thing around the Midwest during this time of the year is seasonal depression because we can't do things outside we can't we don't get to hang out with people as much yeah um, we're just stuck indoors I, I mean i go to work it's dark when i get off it's dark i see no sunlight during the week for the most part and i mean that 
that that is it's depressing. It, it's it's stressful, and I think that's why that seasonal depression thing is is a real deal. Um, and obviously, proper diet, adequate sleep, reducing your alcohol intake, those are all fantastic ideas to reduce anxiety. Um, and I think anybody who's on medication for anxiety needs to be doing those things because obviously, uh, again, I'm not giving medical advice, but I don't want anybody on medication if they can be without it. If you can do things on your own to keep healthy habits, to reduce the need for any type of medication, I always think that that is beneficial. I mean, if you're diabetic and you can clean your diet and improve your lifestyle to a point where we can control it on our own, um, I think that's uh, the less medication we're pumping in our body. Um, If we're on cholesterol medications, diet, like a, a lot of things can be, I'm not saying everything, I'm just saying a lot of things can be controlled without the use of medication. So whatever we can do, at home, outside the home, by ourselves, for ourselves, that doesn't involve medication, I'm always going to be for. So um, those are a lot of things that I I've came across that help with anxiety. So obviously be doing those things. And again, talk to your physician about all of this. I, I don't think you need to talk to your physician about exercising and meditating. And it's kind of similar to our discussion in our first episode with TRT. Yeah. Like do everything. Correct. Absolutely. Outside of taking whatever that you're prescribed or whatever mm-hmm. you need to do, TRT, yeah. before, in my opinion. Yeah. Or, or if you're diagnosed, maybe start doing a lot of healthier stuff to see if you can get off it and, and then see what changes. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. instead of... Again, a, don't... To your point you just said, we're not advocating that you try to get off cold turkey, get off your I, medication. I wanted to throw yeah. that in there, yeah. 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 But try to do everything you can to... Get to a point where you can talk to your physician and say, hey, can we recheck my levels, see if we can dial back some medication? Obviously, I think everyone, I, I would assume everyone who's on medication would rather not have to take that medication. And if there's things you can do to not be on medication, I think that's always going to be beneficial for people. Yeah, um, 100%. Now, I know that's counterintuitive of what you're, to your point, what we talked about in our first episode with TRT, but we exhausted all the the, the avenues as much as we could um, and then we decided to take that path forward um, as opposed to not doing all the things you can do and then just relying on a drug or medication. However, the one thing I came across, there was a, a, a big supplement that has been really shown. Zinc. No, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, no, not for this. Um, maybe, I'm not sure, but uh, a big one to sh- shown in numerous studies over I believe, I think this has been used for like thousands of years in, I'm going to mess up the region, another country, um, is uh, ashwagandha. Have you heard of it? I have. It's in a lot of supplements. I was doing some research on the way here. The razor test. Is that a supplement? I feel like it's in a lot of supplements, if I'm not mistaken that are like natural test boosters. I'm pretty sure. All, there is some There is some slight research saying that it could potentially, potentially okay. um, improve your testosterone levels. But the main feature of it is to reduce stress and anxiety. Mm. It's a anti-anxiolytic ang, ang, type. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to butcher that name. Um, basically, reducing stress in the body. And numerous studies have shown... Um, against um, placebo that it actually shows efficacy. There's a few studies that show there's not much different than a, a placebo, um, a control group, mm-hmm. um, but even those studies show no detriment. Gotcha. The one caveat to this is no study has been shown, uh, has been performed over 12 weeks, so most people will tell you um, to maybe cycle off of it for a while because there's no long-term effect. We, de- we don't know any long-term effects of it, um, at least from research that I came across. Um, so maybe stay on it for 12, 10, 12 weeks, cycle off for a couple weeks, get back on it. Um, but the recommended dose, similar to what we talked about last night or last podcast with zinc, <laughs> it's, it's 600 milligrams daily. And I looked at like 14 supplements on the way here. 
and not a single one of them is over like 250 um, I got, I got milligrams one. daily. While you're talking, I want to look yeah, at it. Pull one up. Um, I know First Form had one. A lot A lot of these supplements are used for like sleep um, because it it's, again, if it's an anti-stress anxiety medication or a supplement, it's going to help you fall and stay asleep a little bit better. Um, so a lot of them have in their, in their like sleep supplements, the ashwagandha. Um, but everyone that I saw was very low. Guess of the brand that I looked up that I knew it was in there. Had to be a Lane Norton brand. No. No, Jim. Oh. Jim Sapani. Yeah, okay. Alpha. It's a testo- natural testosterone booster. It's got ashwagandha root extract. Yeah. 500 milligrams. Okay, so still below the recommended dose. 600? Yeah. I mean, but that's... It's getting better. Most ones right I saw were like two to 250. But once again, this is an expensive... It's like 50 bucks for the sucker for 30 days. Yeah. Well, I think you're going to find that across across the board. Yeah. But again, that's using it for a test booster as opposed to an anti-anxiety yeah. supplement. Um, but that's the highest one that, that I've heard. Um, yeah. I just knew it was in there because I've taken yeah. it before I did TRT. So. Yeah. So again, talk to your physician about it. But um, And don't. I'm not trying to say replace your anti-anxiety medications with it. But it might be something if you if you do all those things that you can do on your own and maybe we add a little bit of that supplement into it, maybe we can... Reduce the amount of people on that type of medication. Awesome. I do have a slight sleep update on the same kind of health topic. Yeah. I did some research on magnesium glycinate, glycinate, however you pronounce that. Okay. And uh, it's supposed to help support your sleep, I guess. And I've taken it for, I don't know, four or five nights. Don't know the milligrams. I'd have to look that up. But it's just the recommended dose whenever it comes down the bottle. And... I definitely fall asleep a lot better. And I feel like... Fall asleep better? What do you mean by that? Like, I take it probably 30 minutes before I go to bed, and then I'll try to read. And, like, I get, like, 10 pages in, like, 15, 20 minutes. And I'm, like, uh, like I'm ready for bed. Like, I'm tired. Like, I have zero issues where my mind's running. It's just, like, I'm tired. Good deal. So you're... you're it's, it's, it's getting you to sleep faster. And I feel like... I feel, once again, this is early on... Uh, I feel like I don't wake up as much during the night, so which probably in turn helps me get better sleep, I would assume. Does that Apple Watch track your sleep as well? It does if you keep it on. The only problem instead of the loop is you gotta you got to take it off and charge it sometime. Oh, okay. So usually I charge it at night. I should probably keep it on at night and, track and, your sleep and charge bit. it like whenever I'm just sitting at my desk. Yeah. Just to see if you're waking up throughout the night. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to try that. I like it. But... Yeah. All right, so transition. What are we going to talk about today? All right, so my wife had a good idea. This is going to be the wealth tip slash main topic. Uh, she said how to save slash invest for your kids. Yeah. This is a wide range of things here. So I'm going to tell you what I do. I'm going to tell you what I commonly see. And full disclosure, this is my opinion not investment or investment advice or recommendations. Gotcha. Just wanted to throw that extra disclosure in there real quick. We're going to throw this those disclosures out about 17 million times. Yeah, just because this, this is going to be digging in a little bit here. Yeah. But um, so there is apparently there's a lot of, I get a lot of questions about this. So I'm not a specialist in this. Yes, I know about all these. I deal with all these. But like I have kind of transitioned over like f- basically full retirement planning for like 80% of my clientele at this point. So I may open some of these up for grandkids or something like that or help them or give them recommendations, but I'm not as active as I used to be. So mm-hmm. I don't keep up as much, but from what I've, the research I've done before this, they haven't changed much. So number one thing I'm going to tell you, and this could hurt some people's feelings, but in my honest opinion, uh, so I even wrote this down. I even shared this on Instagram. I saw it. Yeah. So your kid can always take out a loan for college, but you cannot take out a loan for retirement. So you're advocating for parents not to pay for the kid's college? I am not. I'm advocating for them to be responsible with their money and make sure their retirement is secure first or they're doing the proper steps towards securing a good retirement and then saving for their kid's college. I like that. That's a fact. I I don't disagree. I just think that I know kids are or parents are very passionate. About I'm just their gonna kids. spin off this for one second. Let's hear it. And I hate 
that we always take little. Let's do it. I'm in. You know, side side roads here, but two things, three things. <laughs> First of all, student loan interest rates are a problem. I'm going to get a little political here. Uh oh. We've talked about the Disclaimer. student loan forgiveness that I think they gave out $10,000 to anybody yep. who qualified. That doesn't fix anything. What would fix the student loan crisis overnight would be to lower the interest rates to a 1% to 2% max so you're not gouging kids for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. It is dumb. I hear kids from 7 to 15%, maybe even higher interest rates on a student loan. I haven't seen very many that high, to be honest with you. I've seen I know of a 12. I have it. Like grad plus loans, get higher. Have you tried to look into going yeah. private? Mm-hmm. They're usually much cheaper. Much cheaper. But but that, that shouldn't even be... Yeah. That, that, that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Don't fix it by handing out free money. I agree. Fix it by... Actually, starting at the root of the problem, interest rates. Well, yeah, we are jumping off topic here, but I agree with you. I do agree with you. But I'm saying, hopefully, this whole podcast and hopefully what I do, I'm trying to spread financial awareness. Right? I agree. No, I, I so agree. So, my point is, is that we want to make better financial decisions. Sending your kid, like you hear a lot of these people that call in to Dave Ramsey that um, you know have a significant amount of student loans and they have a degree in freaking basket weaving. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but you made a bad decision and probably your parents as well. That was my number two, was there are community colleges where you can start and get two years and then transition to a local university to get a great education yeah. for a fraction of the cost of these fun universities, these big-name universities you're going to. Unless you're going to Ivy League, no one cares where you got your degree from. Yeah, and at that age, it's highly unlikely that you know exactly what you want to do and what field you want to be in. So knock out your gen eds. Don't pay hardly anything. There's grants. There's all kinds of stuff. It's very, very cheap. If you want to go away, go away at 20 after you got your first two years done. Or get in, I know a lot of high schools have dual credit programs. If you have already got most of your gen eds, your associates degree requirements, yeah. then go away if you want to go away and you know what you want to do. Yeah. But do not go spend forty, fifty thousand dollars a year in tuition and room and board when you have zero idea what yeah. your future is going to hold. I, I am all I'm on board with that. I've preached that since day one. And Sandy sometimes gets mad at me. I'm like, listen. Well, I don't, we're not going to spend a bunch of money for them to get their gen eds if they don't have a scholarship or some sort of grants. Um, to your point, if they have a scholarship, any, whole different ballgame. Yes, but I'm in saying, general... Yes, let's save some money. Yeah. Be a little bit more fiscally responsible. You need wise. to... Te- Be wise. You ne- Correct. You <laughs> need to educate your kids. Hey, yeah. I know you want to go have fun and go to this university or that university, but I'm not paying for it. Yeah. Because I, I'll pay for SIU if yeah. you want to go there. Yeah. But you're going to get the same degree, and no one cares the difference. They're not going to care where you went. Yeah, and I think breaking it down for the kids, of like, hey, this is how much this is going to, this is how much this cost, this is how much this is going to cost monthly, and this is what an average starting paying job pays, and the, like, just educating them about finances, finances. Yes. And that's not only on the parent. I think that's. It, I think we need schools to be doing that yeah. as well. Say, hey, this is where you're going to go. <laughs> this is what your loans are going to be. Yeah. What career path are you going into? Okay, here's the average income in that career path. Here's what your bills are going to be. Can you work? Can you make it work? And I promise you, ninety nine percent time ain't gonna f- <laughs> ain't gonna float. Did you see what I shared on uh, Facebook the other day? I thought it was pretty funny. I I steal most of my stuff. Obviously, I share them and mm-hmm. absolutely. So I don't take credit. I could just take credit for it. Yeah. But, um, it was like at school. I want to learn how to learn about finances slash invest, and it said like school, and it said like. Molten rock is magma. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did like, see that. <laughs> like, I thought that was too funny. I, I felt kind of bad, but <laughs> I do think a lot more high schools are trying to 
transition into teaching kids a little bit more about financial literacy, but student loans have gotten out of hand. The price of college is is higher, just like everything. Do I think it's getting ridiculously high? Yes, but the fact of the matter is, you know how much it's going to cost. You took out a loan. Make sure that you can pay it off. So don't go spending a bunch of money at a university that you're never going to be able to pay off because you're getting a degree and who cares? Yeah. That's I have a third point, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going to save it for a later podcast. Get we, back on we could your have topic. A whole, I'm sorry. We could have I a know. whole thing about I just got ones. hyped up. I, I will say, I should have put this under my life dad thing, but we were talking about finances, and this is what it's all about to me. Just listen to what happened last night. So a year ago, I went into our high school and had like an investing class for two classes. Yeah. This random kid that was the only kid in both classes that basically paid attention and proactively asked me questions and was involved, he came up to me at the game and he said, hey, I'm going to come find you and, and I'm, I'm going to, I need your help. Like, I'm going to come to your office. And, Heck yes. And I was like, dude, I was like, that pumped me yeah, up. Yeah, and you're like, absolutely anytime. He remembered everything. He's like, and he just randomly, I was, t- I was talking with Sandy and he just came up to me. He's like, hey, I remember you. I this was, was last night? Last night. That's awesome. It was freaking amazing. Heck yeah. So that makes me want to keep doing it. For sure. But I just want to get that out there. So talking about kids' savings, we're going to get back on topic. I'm not going to go super in-depth with a lot of these, but it, you should have a very good gauge of kind of where everything stands. Yep. So which leads me to my first point. Give them, your kids, financial knowledge. Basically what you're saying. Educate mm-hmm. them. Talk about money. Talk about how much things cost. Um that's the number one thing you can pass on to your kids, in my opinion. Show them that you're financially responsible, that you're saving for retirement. The like the purchases and the things and that you know you're thinking about making, involve them. Like I just literally involved, we're looking at going on vacation to Florida or Mexico as a family to go to the beach, whatever. And I was explaining to my house, I was like, hey, we go to Florida, cost this much. Our flights cost this much. Our uh we have to we have to rent a car, it costs this much. We still have to buy food if we go to Florida. That's this much. And he's like, oh, my gosh. He's like, that's a lot of money. I'm like, I know. I'm like, that's why we're having this discussion. I'm like, what do you think? He's like, man, I, I think that's a lot. He's like, I'm not really sure, but that's a lot of money. <laughs> he's like, maybe we could go less nights or something. So I'm starting to get him to just to think a little bit. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, and I'm trying to do a better job teaching my kids. This isn't like my kids are perfect, by the way, so I don't want that. Yeah, no, I get that. Okay, so... Uh, one of the things you should teach your kids is interest should be received, not paid. Mm-hmm. That's some Dave Ramsey-esque stuff. Um, and speaking of Dave Ramsey, I wanted to lead right into that. So my kids That's know... Grant Cardone stuff there. My kids know who Dave Ramsey is. I will play it in the car. And Miles likes listening to it. We're going to have to talk with Miles. It's not about that. It's about being aware of your finances and not going into stupid debt and stupid student loans. Mm-hmm for stupid degrees that you never use. That is that is Dave Ramsey's core. There are some areas he's definitely out of whack on, but any kid or anybody listening to that, aware of your finances, don't make dumb financial decisions, reduce debt. And his radio shows are kind of interesting. Like, they're okay, fun. You get, you get random callers in. You get different situations. Yeah. It's fun. So I do that. Um, I said, have conversations with them. They watch how you live. Monkey see, monkey do. They see you going, you know, buying those $130 new purple and gold shoes you bought. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. But you get my point. Yeah. Having that conversation, making smart financial decisions, making good choices. Anything you want to add on that before I move on? No, I like that. Okay. Because we can we can dig into these so deep. I got to keep it high level. The monkey here. see, monkey do is all aspects of yeah. life, though. Yeah. Gym, eating habits, financial literacy, all of it. Working. Yep. Everything. Work ethic, 100%. Work so, ethic. Woo, another podcast. Yeah. So number two, I put Greenlight. We use this app called Greenlight for all my kids. Um, they can open up their own accounts. I'm in control of it. You can assign them chores in it. They get paid from it. I do that. Um, any birthday gifts, money, anything. that Each of my kids have their own app on their iPad where they can log in and see it and see how it's going. But I control it. And I can set some for saving. I could set some for spending. I could set some for investing. I could do some for charity or donations. And uh, I actually have all my kids investing inside of that. 
it's, it's freaking awesome that you get the way it's That's set awesome. up. It's yeah, it's really cool. Do they have like debit cards with it, or you get a debit card with it, and I can lock it. I mean, you have full control over it. That's thing. awesome. It's amazing, and I actually you can pick pictures and put it on the debit card. So I did that. Uh, Cam's not happy with this picture, so it's not going well. But that's called green light. Green light. Um, I do pay a small monthly fee. I think it's like nine bucks or something. Does it link with your bank? Links directly to my bank account. So whenever like I have my kids write down chores and I pay them at the end of every month, Miles will come to me and was like shows me everything he's done. He's like, hey, it's seventy five bucks, whatever. I don't know what it is, but I'll instantly go into green light. My bank account's linked. I go seventy five bucks. That's awesome. Perfect. Um. And part of that is also learning. I'm using Miles a lot because he's the oldest and he's starting mm-hmm. to understand this stuff. Yeah. But he invests his money. I helped him out with some investments and I said, hey, you're young. What are the kids wearing now? What's popular? What's the popular shoe, the popular clothing? Like, and he's like, he's like, I think, he's like, I think I like Apple. He's like, we all, we have Apple computers. We have Macs. Like I see we all have iPhones. He's like, Let's buy some Apple. So he, I think he has like a couple shares of Apple. He has like he has like three hundred bucks in it. I'm pretty sure. Heck yeah. And um, and so he's watching it every day. Like not every day, but he logs in and he's like, he's like, Dad, I'm up a hundred bucks. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, but it's going down. Should we sell? And I'm like, ah. So it's just good moments for me to teach him about investing. Is he turning into a day trader? No, does not <laughs> trade. Not allowed to trade. Not allowed in my household. But my point Can is, can you day trade on the green light app? I. I'm pretty sure not. Okay. Good. And I don't know, and I would not do that. Because I might so. get it just for myself. <laughs> <laughs> not a financially smart decision. So, green light. Any? No, I like that. that. Okay. I like that a lot. Next, we're going to kind of talk about. So, anyways, wait, let me go back real quick. So, you don't have to invest in there. Like, they do have high interest savings and stuff to save for your kids. So, it's kind of an all in one. You can set different types of accounts inside of each kid. Awesome. Makes sense. Okay. Next, we're going to talk about, okay, hey, I'm saving for retirement. Hey, uh, doing all this stuff right. I want to start saving for my kid's education now. Or where should I save for what purpose? Number one, in my opinion, and I think most people's opinion, if you're going to save for your, your kid's education, a 529 through your state is typically the best. Now, you can invest in other states, 529s. I'm not going to get into that. Illinois actually has a really great plan, which is shocking. It's like top five. It's a phenomenal plan. What's, what is a 529? It's called uh, Bright Start, and um, it's basically for educational purposes only. So, for instance, it's, it's just an educational account. You can save your kids' education. But you can use it for private school, K through 12 now. You can use it for trade schools. They're enhancing all these things you can I do. I love that. Trade schools is a big one. Everybody always asks me about that. Um, if you don't use it, you can pass it on to another beneficiary, like another kid. Nice. You can pass it on again. And if, they don't, and if say, somehow you don't use it, yes, you can take it out. The, the parent is the owner, big part. The, the kid is the beneficiary. So technically, I own the account. I can take out the money for anything I want now. I'm not going to get into taxes and penalties, but those would apply in that situation. It's okay. not an educational expense. So is it tax-free if they use it for education? Yes. So if you're married, filing jointly, I can get a 20, I could put up to I get up to a twenty thousand dollar state tax deduction for putting money inside of this. If you're single, it's ten thousand. So you get a state tax deduction putting money in. Grows tax deferred. If you use it for educational purposes, you will need to Google this. It's a gray area. Can't buy them a Camaro, um, but it's got to be proven to be better use of educational purposes for mm-hmm. the kid. Um, I'm not sure there are some weird rules with like um, room and board and type stuff. Like you may be able to use it for that, but you can't be like, all right, he's living off campus yeah. type stuff. I, I'm pretty sure you would you want to dig into that a little bit. But um, then you can take that money out tax free. Awesome. So you get a deduction, grows as it. You also invest these funds, so it is growing. Mm-hmm. And then you can take it out, all the growth penalty and tax free for educational purposes. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then again, if no one goes to college, trade school, whatever, you can take it out, taxes, penalties, all that jazz. It's yes. Not like you're just throwing the money it's, away. It's really not a bad deal. Um, I think it's a so you pay a ten percent penalty for taking it out for non educational purposes, and um, you pay taxes on any growth, which is fair. Yeah. So it's just a small slap on the wrist, basically. Yeah. 
but you can invest those funds. I would highly recommend it. That's somewhere I would reach out to somebody that actually knows what they're talking about just to make sure you're, you know, if your kid's approaching college, you may want to be pretty conservative because you might have to take that money out sooner. Absolutely. If Mike, like Cam, his is young. I got a 529 for Cam. His is aggressive. Fairly, fairly aggressive, yeah. yeah, because I don't really care what the market does short term here. Yeah. Um, Love that. Yeah, I think that's the most, like that's the account 99% of the time. There's other accounts out there, but if you're like, hey, if you really want to set some money aside for educational purposes for your kids, I have one open for each of my kids in their name. So, as the beneficiary, you I'm the owner. the owner. Yeah, I am the owner. Yes. Um, any follow ups on that? Mm-mm. Okay. Another alternative account. I think this is applicable to a lot of people here. It's called a UTMA, UGMA. If you have it, you'll know that. Or a custodial is the more common account. Now there are some tax benefits of that. Um, so Sandy actually has those for Miles and Hayden. That was before we got married, and mm-hmm. it's probably a whole other podcast. Correct. Um, but my point is, these types of accounts they do have some tax benefits for the kids, but they are it's legally theirs in the state of Illinois at age of you got age of majority and age of termination, which I believe don't quote me I think is t- age twenty one. So at 21, if you have 100 grand in there, they could take that money out and do whatever they want, and I have zero say. It is their account by law. It has nothing to do with education whatsoever. By law, anything. Okay. So they can go buy a brand new Corvette. Yeah. And I can't say anything. And I've had to take some of these calls before in the past where they're like, I'm like, uh, this account has to be transferred to your kid. I can't help you with this account. And I've got cussed out, but it's nothing I can do. Not at the, my practice here. Whenever oh, I was, my God. Whenever I was at TD Ameritrade, yeah. I took okay. some calls with some guys. I was like, you can't make any trades or do anything in this account. It's his account. And they lose their mind. Yeah, I would understand that. Because you put, say you put 50 grand in there. Yeah. You have no say. But Crazy. They should have been aware of that beforehand. Yeah. Um, another thing that's common... So 529 for education. I don't see a lot of uh, custodial accounts too much anymore. Let me back up that custodial account. It, what's the advantage of that? Is that tax-free as well, tax-free growth as well? I don't know the exact. I don't honestly, I'm not up to date on that nearly as much just because um, I mean, there's some stuff here like some people still still do have it, but I just don't understand what's the point of having an account like it's that. It's like an older account. Usually it's it's um, most people do 529s now. Okay. It's kind of like an outdated account. You got it. Okay. If if you will. Um, so whenever somebody has one and they want to know that, that's usually when I look it up. It does, honestly, at this point where I'm at, I don't really run across them that much. You got it. Okay. I actually, Miles Hayden actually have one, and I don't even know right now. I just know it's theirs at this date. We're not really contributing to them anymore. They're just kind of growing. They're invested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it doesn't really matter for me yeah. right now. Um, Did they know about them? No. They do now. Shoot. I didn't say how much is in them. <laughs> Miles is going to be hounding you. Uh, I Yeah, I think everybody learned on our last podcast that Miles listens to all of our podcasts. Yeah, I forgot about that. So uh, um, I'm glad you didn't say how much money was in there because he's going to be like, ooh, yeah. at 21, I'm balling. $4. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last account that I'm actually going to talk about because people say you got, all right, the 529 is for education. You have to use it basically for educational mm-hmm. purposes. Like, hey, what if I want something more flexible that they can I can use to give to my kid for a new car when they turn 16? A down payment for their house. Or maybe actually maybe help them a little bit with college if I choose to, but I have all the control. Mm-hmm. Typically, that's just like a regular joint or regular brokerage account with your spouse or whatever. So it's under your name. I'm the one getting taxed, but I have unlimited flexibility to do whatever I want to give the money to whoever I want. You got it. Um, so is that a separate account? Than it's like a separate a, account. Okay. Is there a max contribution on you, that? No. I've talked to somebody that has... No, it's just anybody can open these up. Not a minor. You have to be an adult. And does the minor have to be a beneficiary of it? No. No, this is just an account like under... Say it's like me and Sandy's okay. account. Gotcha. But it's kind of earmarked for kids. You got it. Okay. But technically, we can do whatever we want with it. Gotcha. There are some tax benefits, but that's the same across all all this account types, basically. Yeah. Um, but you have unlimited flexibility to take the money out for any cause that you want. 
Anything. You want to do a, home, a remodel of the basement? Yeah, I could say, you know what? Uh, I won the lottery. I don't need to worry about it. I'm going to take this money out. I can yeah. do whatever I want with this money. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can. There's no limit to put it in. I've seen somebody with $400 million in one of these accounts before. That's a real thing. Not at this office. Not at this office. <laughs> no, not at Legacy Wealth Planning, unfortunately. Uh, if you're out there and you have it, AJ, I'll take it. I'm not going to tell you much more because it's <laughs> probably frowned upon that I know that. But um, I talked to him. It was it was an interesting call. Yeah, I've never a talked to A little nervous, a little sweaty. Yeah. I don't think I've ever talked to someone who had $400 million and, in and a bank. And a bank account. So Matt, that's not all of his assets. I mean, yeah. he's a, you're talking probably a billionaire, I would assume. I would assume so. Yeah, so... He pretty much, you know, makes the rules. He probably ran that conversation. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> Is there anything else I can help you with? Um, so I think saving for kids. Um, oh, gosh. I did want to talk about another thing. I do get quite a few conversations sometimes on Facebook whenever I post some of these stuff about kids where they want to talk about these Gerber baby policies, which is basically a whole life policy to I a degree. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, in my opinion, I don't think if you're doing proper, have a proper financial plan and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, that you need any type of life insurance on kids. Now, that could sound horrible to some. That could sound people that sell insurance are usually the ones that push back because they make a commission off this. But whenever we're talking about expenses. Um, what would be the advantage to taking one out? So you could take one out. The idea is, say, hey, um, you know, if something happens to you, you'll become uninsurable. And, you know, now you're insured since you took oh, out a policy. okay. So say, for example, I take one out on my young child, and at age six she has... She comes develops down, something. Comes down, now she can keep that policy for the rest of her life, being they can't. Yeah, she Take may never up. get approved for another policy. Correct, okay. But usually when you buy one for a kid, it's never even close to the amount they're going to need, so it's like... Correct. And and they say it builds cash in the policy that you can use for everything else. It's a... Yes, it does, but it's a crack of crap. I would rather put it in 529. I'd rather put it in a brokerage account. You got it. Um, in your opinion, there's better ways to spend that money yes, for your children? If anybody that's listening to this has one or comes across one or is considering one or somebody's trying to sell them one... I will help you for free determine if that's the right decision. And 99.9% .9 of the time, that's not. Okay. Unless you're ultra wealthy and you're just looking for other ways to help your kids. Yeah. By all means. But yep. not a great spot typically, and I do not recommend them. Fair. In general. Fair. So I wanted to get that out there. I have a question. Since our lad podcast was a little bit on business struggles and business owners, what is a way that a business owner can save money for their ch children a little bit extra. That's a good one. I have, that's actually a really good one. I was going to talk about that. I kind of forgot. Um, once again, this is a wide topic. I yeah. Know. Like each yeah. one of these accounts, I can go way deeper. I kind of went a yeah. little bit deeper in the 529 because that's a lot of people use it. Yeah. That. I think that's the most common. Um, so you can open up a custodial Roth IRA, that is a Roth IRA in your kid's name. You can pay them a salary. They have to have some sort of income in order to make that happen. So you make them an employee at your office for, say, modeling from the it's, pictures that are on the wall? It's easy for business owners to get away with that. My yeah. kids are on my website. I can hire them at any time and say, hey, here's a fair wage, 100 bucks an hour. I could max out a Roth for each of my kids. And as long as I have records of them on my website basically in case it ever changes or something if if the, i got audited okay it's legit i i want to back this up yeah because you just said a fair wage of a hundred dollars an hour and miles is listening to this so yeah. he knows that he's on your website and he's expecting his modeling fee to be a hundred dollars yeah, an hour from now on. well he has a very nice house he lives in and free food and <laughs> an iphone yeah. and uh say uh, i'll pay you a hundred dollars an hour if you pay the mortgage some, all Some, the bills. Yeah, $185 LeBrons <laughs> he wears for basketball. I think he'll be fine. Okay. So. Um, what about an average person? Can they do this? So, it once again, it has to be, you can only put money, and this is, goes for, for adults as well. If you're putting money in a Roth IRA, everybody talks about a Roth IRA, love Roth IRAs, has to be earned income. You have to be able to prove that it's an earned income. Okay. 
you can't say, hey, my kid took out the trash and did this. That's not technically an earned income. Like, if you went around your neighbors and mowed grass and took out trash and, okay. like, legit, I'm for my purposes. But they're paying taxes on that money. Yes, it's very, yeah. the kids basically pay zero to a degree. It's, oh. it's very, very small. Like, it's, taxes for a kid is basically not usually okay. worth, it may be some, it's, but it's typically extremely small. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. So it's got to be like, once again, you could say that, hey, they're doing all this and they're not in, and contribute to it. But if you get audited, I mean, you're going to get hammered. I'm yeah. telling you, you're going to get hit. But for a business owner, it's pretty easy. Yeah. If you make, I mean, you you can put, make an easy effort. You put up pictures at the office of their modeling fees. Right there. I got Bingo. pictures. Every, everybody that walks in sees them. Correct. They're on my website. Yeah. You I would have no problem. You can't go to a corner of my office without seeing my Exactly. Yeah. So, yes. So that's a, a way to get around all of the accounts that you just said because yeah they and but would they own that account? They own that account. It's a raw. It's it, it's basically a Roth IRA for them. So it is invested. It is growing, but it's basically a retirement fund for them. So they can't pull it out until retirement as well. So without penalties. Once again, now we're getting a little bit deeper. So with a Roth, technically, you can always pull out your contributions penalty and tax-free because it's already taxed money. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. So I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to stop. We're not going to go into any other account types. So I'll get some people like, hey, I can't take money out of this. You, you want to think of it like you can't touch it, but you can. Okay. As long as, so say you put seven grand in it and say it's invested and you lose and it's now worth five, you can't take out seven. You can take out five. Well, yeah. Because you're down money, but you can put in whatever you contributed that was already taxed money. Gotcha. Can you um, take out your gains tax free as well at any time? No. Okay. Just your principal. Yeah, your contributions. Okay. Gains would be subject to a penalty. That's what you would have to wait till fifty nine and a half for. Bingo. Okay, that's what I. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Um, we'll dive into. I think a whole another podcast on different accounts would be a fantastic for general public, not just kids. Yeah. So. Um, I was just reading this because there was a couple couple things I put down, but I think that sums it up. I mean, yeah, I thought that was a great job. I, that was quite a bit of knowledge for me today. Yeah, and I could dig further into this. It's just it's overly complex. Yeah. I, I feel like I've hit a thirty thousand foot view of awareness here. If you have any questions about any of these, this is not like a sell of my business, but for anybody, I don't I don't have anything to sell anybody. I will. You can go to my website and click a free call 15 minutes. If you have questions about this that pertains to you is my point. Like I said in my last our last podcast, I just don't want anybody getting ripped off yeah, or doing absolutely. the wrong thing. I'm yeah. happy to point you in the right direction. I'm not the guy that's like, all right, now I gotta sell you something. Yeah. I don't for number one, I don't make any commissions. So don't have to worry about that. But I would rather people ask me and reach out to me than you know, than make a bad decision. So I like that. That's the truth. I like it. I think it was a good one today. That's all I got. We're going to do an entire podcast on student loans in the future, though. Yes, and I can dig deeper. And college, and trade schools, and that entire pathway. And I can go deeper on the business owner slash paying your kids that type of way. Yeah. I just really, I was really trying to hammer home the other side of that. Yeah, so. I get it. Love it. That's all I got. Is this episode six? Six, I believe, yes. We're grinding. Loading them up. Loading them up. I think we're done. All right. That was a good one. Peace out. See you. Thank you for listening. As always, the shared information is intended for general purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical or financial advice. Please consult with a qualified professional for any questions you may have.